Starting and running a business is hard, but you don't have to do it alone. Whether you're an established business owner or thinking about starting a side hustle to earn extra income, I am here to teach you how to show up as your unfiltered self, level up your business, and thrive as a mompreneur. Let's embrace the chaos and start enjoying the journey together. I'm Amy Tra, and you're listening to the Motivated Mompreneur Podcast. Welcome back, everyone. Today, I am joined by a very special guest, Christine Campbell-Rappin of Clear Acceleration Incorporated. It's so nice to meet you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Super excited to be here. So, Christine, tell us more about who you are, what you do. Give us the rundown on that. Well, I am all about making a massive impact, and I love to play in the world of business, but I am a mom of two bonus daughters and two grandbaby puppies. That's a lot of fun uh, mm-hmm. that I'm going to be house setting oh, <laughs> like <boy>. next month. <laughs> and and I, I always set out to be a successful business owner. I knew from a young age that I would create a business. I had no idea what it would look like. And on a random Wednesday, I started my first business. And today I have three of them. And my big passion is the truth. Business doesn't need to be as hard as you're making it. In fact, it is really elegantly simple and I can help you figure out that simplicity. And that's what lights me up. I come to you from the North though, by the way, I am in Canada. Love it. What part of Canada are you from? I am just outside of Calgary. So the Rocky Mountains are on my doorstep. Oh my gosh. That's gotta be absolutely beautiful. So I love, (laughs) yes, I love how you mentioned Business doesn't have to be complicated. So I feel like something we all struggle with as business owners are attracting the right people, attracting clients. So what advice can you give to us on, you know, how in the world do we attract clients? What should we be doing? You know, this is a really interesting one. I think this is fascinating. When people say to me, it's hard right now, especially in the world, if you listen to any media about the recession and about the reason why people aren't spending money, I just want to kind of check you here because the fact that Google, Pinterest, and YouTube are the most trafficked websites every single day means people are looking. Mm-hmm. They are looking for something. I think the real big challenge is the lack of focus of knowing what to focus on to be found. And so I think there are three really fundamental things you need to be building. And this is actually how I built my business. I am a business advisor and mentor, and I never set out to do that as a business. I set out to be a successful business. People kept saying to me, what are you doing? And I built my first business one hour a day. So the moms out there will appreciate that. One hour a day focused effort. It doubled every year. People kept saying to me, what are you doing? (laughs) Because I do want my weekends in the mountains. I do want my family time. And when I built my first business, when I decided that random Wednesday to start it, I had committed to my husband, while you guys want to watch Netflix reruns of Friends, which was what they were watching at the time, for the hundredth time, I'm going to go spend that one hour on business and building my business. And there were three things I did. And it's the three things I do today. It's the three things I invite you to get focused on in 2023. The first one is to be clear, is visibility. And that doesn't mean social media has to be the only way you build. But here's something I will blow your mind around. Your business this year will be built on strangers. So most of the clients you will serve, you haven't met yet. And one of the things we all struggle with is how do we go make friends as adults? (laughs) 
-hmm. (laughs) And so this is a challenge, but visibility is the key. And it's being visible by your audience. Not everybody. And that 8 billion people on the planet, not everyone is looking for you. And I like low tech strategies. I personally like speaking, networking, and hosting events or being part of events like this one because they're experiential. Yes. People crave experience. And it also is the way they want to know who you are. How do you think? Do I get your sense of humor? And who do you play with? And so I want to challenge you to think low-tech ways that you can be more visible because you've got to meet more people, more ways, more often every single day to have consistent client growth in your business. And that is a non-negotiable. I tell my clients, if you are in momentum in your business, 50% of your time still has to be on this. If you are starting out, it's probably 70. And that might be 70% of one hour but it still has to be the vast majority of what you do because the reason people stall in their business is because they've stopped building their audience. Mm, So good. And we just hosted as a part of our, our group moms on a mission. We hosted a major event back in the fall and I'll tell you the connections that were made. There is something to be said about just building those connections, building your network. And I think so many times we get stuck in this mind game of social media is the only way to grow, but you're right. Getting in the room, building that network, those are game changers. And yes, it takes a little bit of time. It it can be uncomfortable putting yourself into new situations. Like you said, you know, making friends as grownups were like, Oh, what do we do? What do we do? But you know, when you, when you, (laughs) look at it from, okay, you know what? This is just part of my business strategy. I'm doing this to grow. I'm doing this to make those connections, to get in front of my target audience. Like you said, you're not trying to get out in front of all 8 billion people in this world, nor do you want to be in front of all of those people. But that, I love that. So number two. So the first thing you know is is what I'm going to say, one caveat to getting out in front of strangers is just to be a person. Not be a weirdo. Your goal is not to vomit your business at somebody. That is, please don't do that. Please, please, please don't do that. We've seen enough of that in last year. What I want you to do is show up as a human being. Because actually what makes me successful in business is my fact that I show up as a human. So please do the same. But once you're you're focusing on your visibility, the second non-negotiable is that you have to know so what. And I have three of them. These are the so what factors that are crystal clear. They're the reason why so many people struggle, but it's important you answer the question in the lens of who is searching for you. So the first so what is, why are you doing this? Like you can do a million things, but people want to know why you are taking risks, why you're putting yourself out there. They're curious about it. And yes, there may be some haters who judge, please stay in the safety of a job, but they are curious about your why you need to know it. And your why has to pull you past convenience because if really all you want to do is serve your, you know, just do the service delivery. I'm going to give you a shortcut here. Go get a job. If you want to create a business, you're going to have to communicate your why. That's the first. So what the second one is what does the problem cost your ideal client? And so often we know what the problem is. 
but we don't think deep enough into the emotions that drive their behavior. And if they are driven to the place where they say, I can't stay here, then they are moving and hopefully moving towards you because you're visible. But you've got to dig so much deeper. And I think one of the big things people miss is they're not deep enough on the why, uh, on this problem. They, they get it, but they skate it. And your audience doesn't look for the same things. They're looking for different words. And that, that's a language thing that's so important. But understanding what does it cost them? And here's a quick tip from me to you. Think about the conversations they're having at their kitchen table. Think about the conversations they're having with their girlfriends over a glass of wine or at the kid park when they're honest about my life is falling apart. That's the language you need to connect to Mm. when you're visible. Because if not, they will walk right past you in the park because they're not in the right space and they don't feel seen. Your first job is to be seen of them and then they start to see you. So that's the second one is the problem really digging into the problem. And the third one is why you? Every wrinkle, mistake, hurdle, knife in the back was a lesson to be in service of somebody else. That's my belief. So you need to know that you're not for everybody. You want somebody to say, wow, it feels like you're walking in my head. You want to say, she's the girl for me. She's credible, likable. And I think I can be honest with the questions I'm afraid to ask. And I want to be in a judgment-free zone. And you've got to own it. And here's another quick tip, though. The story you don't want to tell is actually the story they want to hear. And it takes a lot of courage to do that. Yes. But it is the magic. Yes, it it truly is. And, And making them feel seen. Like you said, once you can really connect and kind of get in their heads, it's like, oh, she gets me. And, and putting ourselves out there, it is scary. And I think it's human nature that we want to be liked. We're constantly searching for that external validation. But once you realize it's okay if you're not for everyone, doesn't that make your job easier too? Because now you're attracting your ideal clients. You're magnetizing those clients to you versus having to constantly strive after them and chase them. And you're making them feel seen you're letting them know that you're the one for them and they're your ideal client. So by getting deep, by putting yourself out there, yes, it's scary, but it's valuable in so many ways. Oh, that's so and good. It is the human piece. It's just it's- the human piece. And that's, you know, here's my, here's my thing. And I see it all the time. It's if you really just remember my number one job today is to show up as a human being. This will be the accelerator that you have been searching for as the shiny object because people connect to people. Yes. People want to be in the room where they feel seen and they might sit in the audience a really long period of time, but eventually what they get curious about, and that's my number one thing in the messaging piece is how are you sparking curiosity? And I don't mean curiosity about your business that will come. But the first thing is curiosity of, it sounds like you really understand me. Tell me more. Tell me how you're not in the darkness anymore, because I'm intrigued because I'm in it. I'm in the dark. And I'm searching on Google where there's nobody who's watching me ask that question. But if you can really connect to that, this magical thing happens in your business. You stop hunting for clients. I tell people all the time, I don't look for clients ever. I look for 
problems to solve, ways I can contribute and people I can serve. And that may be connecting them to something else. It's not my business until they show up one day and say, okay, I'm curious. Tell me what it's like to work with you. And I want you to just imagine and hit pause on this recording to say, what would my life look like if that was the energy in my business? Because it can be and it should be. But you've got to get there when you're visible and you're clear on these three so what's. And here's a hint. It's really hard to do by yourself. You can't, you don't see it. Like I didn't set up the mentor. It was somebody else who said, you have skills that I'd like to know what they are. And I was like, oh, <laughs> oh. And then the weird thing was like, okay, I'm like, I'll just share them. This is what I do. This is what I, this is what I know about business. Cause I've spent all of my life in business creating millions and millions and millions of dollars for everybody else. Mm-hmm. And then I thought, well, I'll just tell you. And then they're like, okay, I get it. Still not very good at applying what I know. Hello, welcome to the human race. <laughs> Could you help me? And I'm like, sure. And then the fascinating thing happened. Could I pay you? Well, isn't that fascinating? And that's actually what led to my business. It was credibility, not me selling. And so when you are working on these so what's and your visibility, focus on being human, seeing them, really seeing them and not judging, and then showing and sparking curiosity to help them realize they don't have to stay in the dark. Yes. Oh, so many good nuggets there. I mean, just we, how do we forget this all the time? Just the human piece of things, because you're absolutely right. We do. We look at all this data, all these numbers, trying to figure out how can I be 20 places at once that we forget we're just dealing with humans. We're just trying to serve someone. They have a problem. We have a solution. Let's, let's just talk to each other like human beings. It's, it's so beautiful. Elegantly simple. simple. <laughs> yes, it is. This is the key, guys. This is it. Elegantly simple. But the honestly, this is part of the good reminders. It is. And I and I must tell, tell my clients that at least twice a week with somebody, all you need is not the script. All you need is you. Because here's the thing. People who will invest in your programs and services want to see you as human. That means not perfect. That means when you are living in a cluster being honest about that. Mm-hmm. It is a cluster right now, but I am still showing up because I'm here in service of this and I'm setting boundaries around it. And I love this. Like your business has to feel like oxygen for you. Like it not helping people. It is so, if nothing breaks my heart more than watching somebody go, I can't find clients. There's nobody who will pay for my services. And I'm like, and then give up on their dreams. I'm like, let me help, <laughs> you know, let me show you that it, it's, it doesn't have to be this hard, right. elegantly simple is it, really how business works. I love it. I love it. And how good is it? I love how you touched upon, you need someone else to help you. We are not in this world alone, but having someone see those blind spots that, you know, we get stuck in these thought patterns and these stories that we tell ourselves, but just having that mentor, having a coach, having that external feedback as to Oh, did you do this? Oh, you're you're really excelling at that. And be able to talk through those things and identify those areas for you has been an absolute game changer for myself. Mine too. And that's that that leads you to the third, the third thing, right? Like mm-hmm. once you once you've you know built these two foundations, the third one is the simplest thing that moves your business is not complicated tech, unless you're at a million dollars in revenue. And chances are you're not. And I know I know that because 12%, 12% of female founders 
are at six figures and 2% are at a million. It's a lot smaller number than you think. Mm -hmm. But when you're working at a million dollar business, your number, you know, you, you do need tech, you need support. But before that, you really can have a simple business. And it comes down to the number one thing that moves. It's not an SEO strategy. It's not a fancy website. It's not click funnels. It's not any of that. It is conversation. Actually, it's conversation. And we're working conversation because here's here's the here's the sciencey bit in for those are science people. <laughs> if you buy into something with a micro buy-in, which means you're saying yes or nodding to five times, neurologically, you're pretty predisposed for the sixth one to be yes. So when you're building conversation, you're building credibility and people are going, Oh, I like her. They're going, Oh, what she said is interesting. Mm tell me more. And you're nurturing a conversation of two human beings who share value. So how can you show up to show value? How can you show up and show who you are, how you think, what the experience is like working with you and what the result is? Nobody will pay you because you're cute. They'll pay you for the result. And so you need to be clear, what's the value as they perceive it? And this is one of the also things really hard to do on our own. We think our value is X and we justify it and we put our programs and our languages all around that justification. Flip the switch. Know what you stand for. Show up as a good human being and say, what in that is valuable for you? And then listen, because it's never what you think it is. And then you go, ah, oh, that would be valuable for you. Would you like to explore it? Do you think I'm the right guide? on your solution into the, you know, out of darkness and into the solution. And then it's a very natural conversation of let's find a way to get you the result. That doesn't make selling feel icky one iota. Oh, so much better because I think we've all been on those very uncomfortable sales calls where we are just getting pitched. And then it's just like, you know, they do the cold sell, the hard pitch and, you know, we're getting these DMs and it's, can we just have conversation? You're like, how do I get out? <laughs> right, exactly. We're, we're like, can I just say my call dropped? Um, <laughs> but I don't think anybody likes that. As a consumer, I don't like that. So I, I personally will not do sales calls of that nature because that's not what I'm here for. I'm here to serve. I am here to provide value. I have value to share and I'm going to share it. And I think you feel and when someone says, Hey, I see your value. Like, honestly, it's, it feels amazing. It feels yes. amazing as a business owner. And it's also, you know, it's listening. And when, when you don't get a yes, this is a really important part of that. It's like, it's asking the question, what was missing? Mm -hmm. And sometimes nothing's missing and they're just not ready. Well then nurture them and remember they're a human support the human. And that's, you know, in my growth in, in my business has always been about that and said, Hey, I know you weren't ready, but I'm doing another event. Come along. I know you're still looking to reach your goals. How's it going? I just care. <laughs> you know, right. like, there's no being way human. To it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know, exactly. It's, it is that simple, but it's, it's also hard to show up and to be vulnerable. And at the same time, conversation is what will move your business faster than anything else. And so think about how you can cultivate conversation that with is people. That is beautiful. What is one of your best tips for how people can go ahead and start to cultivate those conversations? There's a lot of introverted business owners out there that are like, okay, I know I need to do this. I know I need to have these conversations. How do you approach it? You know, I think it's one I'm, it's just deciding to do it. Yeah. I'll be really clear. 
it, it's an embracing the philosophy of messy is better than never. And recognize that every time you do something the first time, I usually am celebrating, well, that was a hot mess. <laughs> and then I'm celebrating second to that is, well, thank goodness, it'll never be as bad as that. And often I have to remind myself, it really goes back to that human piece is if I saw somebody in the darkness and I knew I had a capacity to help, what is more important that I worry about the judgment of myself or that I show up messy to help? And it always pulls me forward and it pulls me forward because I go back to that. So what, which is my why and said, just show up. It doesn't need to be perfect. But when you're thinking about practicing getting into conversations, I'm a little task driven. So I'm like, set yourself a conversation. If I was out in the grocery store today and I see somebody who's, you know, looking great, I'm like, compliment them, start small. And mm -hmm. then go, I actually talked to two new people today. The key when you're doing it in a business is, of course, is amplification of that. And I tell people, this will blow your mind. The goal is a thousand people a month. If you were in a high momentum and you're wanting to grow your business, people are like, how on earth do I do that? I said, you know, I'm an introvert, which you'd find shocking, but it is true that I have learned to cultivate the skill by simply deciding I want this more and I'll do it messy and the right people won't judge me. They'll go, oh, she's human. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I kind of like that about her. Yes. And just know there's not nearly as much judgment going on as you think, because people are in their own crisis. Yes. <laughs> and so yes. just know you are more than enough right where you are. Just start and close the back door that says, if I really want this, I have to be able to prepare myself that I have to move. And then celebrate when you do something scary for the first time. Because the only way you get better at a skill is mastery is a lot of repetition. And you're still a hot mess at repetition a thousand. <laughs> it's reality. Yeah, just a reality check. I'm so honest. But it's also that I look back and go, wow, look how far I've come. Yes. And your client wants to see that transformation because they want to relate to the fact that first time I sold the client, I was the most unprepared. I had shown up for a completely different conversation and the conversation got hijacked by, that's really fascinating. I'm not just interested. I want to know what it's like to work with you. And I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> And I completely, you know, uh, so undersold myself in the value she perceived. And I learned a lot from the experience. I wouldn't be where I am now if I hadn't had it. And that's what I want you to embrace. Progress over perfection. Close the back door. Anything that you do in movement creates momentum. So focus on the movement. It's smaller. It's the micro win. And the micro win is how you build consistency. Oh, Nobody's my perfect. goodness. I, everything you said is just pure gold, absolutely gold. So if we want to find out more about you, where can we find you? Where can we go? Oh, thank you for that. I appreciate the compliment. And I would love to continue the conversation. And you can find me on my website. It is my name, christinecampbellrappin.com. That's R-A-P-I-N.com. And on it, you know, one thing I do regularly in my business is I host a webinar and it's called How to Scale and Attract High-Paying Clients Consistently Without the Complicated Tech. It's the roadmap of what we've just talked about. It's once you know what the non-negotiables are, what are the three foundations that build? 
how do you do it? I'm going to check some of your assumptions and I want you to come along. You'll find the upcoming dates on the homepage, write down it so you can't miss it, but come along. Getting help and seeing what's possible lights you up. And I want you to be lit up. And sometimes that means multiple times a day, you need to reconnect to your why, but I hope it can help provide you the roadmap. And I'd love to see you in our workshops. Oh my gosh, so much gold. I will link that website in the show notes for you as well. So you can easily access that. Christine, thank you again so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to talk with our community. You guys be sure to follow along and give her a visit. Those webinars are absolutely priceless. Take care. Thank you. Appreciate it.